I have simply found us the deal of a lifetime. Okay. Are you ready for this? I don't know if I am, but... So this morning, we're recording in the morning. Spoiler alert. I log on to Facebook uh, because sometimes, you know, I, I pretend like I'm listening and I'm just surfing. And... Wait, what? I found... Are you just preparing your own jokes and not listening to what <laughs> I'm saying? I found for us... No, no. I need an answer to this, Paula. <laughs> <laughs> Everything's fine. I found for us a 2018 Jeep Cherokee Latitude Sport Utility four-wheel drive vehicle, 12,822 miles automatic transition for $260. We're buying it. We're getting a car, a being earnest mobile. I, I would be willing to bet that this car doesn't have an engine. No, it says it does. <laughs> <laughs> Josh, it's not a scam. Let's buy it. Let's go get murdered together. Come on. You never let me go get murdered to buy a $260 Jeep <laughs> Cherokee. <laughs> it's a solid car. <laughs> what so what do you think the scam is? Like there it's obviously like it can't be real, right? It can't be real. It can't be real. It's either it's like a toy car. That'd be nuts because it's there's like pictures a, a, of it. Yeah, well, it's a it's a replication, and they've created a full diorama situation. Oh, and that costs it's, well over two hundred and sixty dollars. Yeah, exactly, yeah. and it's to scale. Yes. Or. Or. It's two people in a car suit, where one of them's the front of the car, oh, and the no. other one's the back and of the you car. Have, you bring them home, and then they you find out, and you have to take care of them. Yeah, exactly. That's the thing is they don't just leave; they're kind of like we're now your car children. Yeah, exactly. And it's problematic because you can't like tell the authorities about it because you just bought people. Yeah, which is very illegal. Big crime. So now you're somehow the one taking taking care of them. Mm-hmm. And that sucks. And they're young. You have to pay for schooling. Yeah. And they keep talking about, they keep whining that they need an oil change. And it feels it's like, what does that weird. Mean? What does that mean? What does it mean? What do you mean when you say that? It's just a huge expense. Yeah. And you can't have them sleep in a garage. <laughs> you but can't. you have to decorate a bedroom like a garage. Yes, exactly. Exactly. But God help you if you get a race car bed. Because they don't want to be in another They're car. They're the car. They're the car. They're the car. Welcome to Being Earnest, a very sincere podcast. I'm Josh. I'm Paula. And we're here to talk about the sincere and earnest news of the day. The news. <laughs> What's our topic this week, Paula? Well, we're getting a little topical with this topic, right? Great wordplay. Uh, because our theme is presents. 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 Josh, what do you think about presents? <laughs> I like them. You I like, like receiving them. Are you, do you find more joy? And you have to be honest. You have to be honest. And I'll know if you're lying. Sure. Because I know everything. Do you find more joy in giving or receiving them? So I would say it's probably receiving them. Yeah. But there's a caveat to that. <gasps> so I do, when I can get, when I can give someone a really, really, really good gift, mm -hmm. it feels awesome. It's the best. And it's you're so excited to feeling. give it to them. Yeah. But then sometimes they don't love it as much as you thought they were going to. Right. Exactly. And that sucks. And that sucks. And even when I really love 
getting when I love the thing that's given to me. Mm-hmm. There's this awkward social situation of like I don't know how big to react. Yes. To show you that I very much like this and how many times I need to say I liked it. Yes. To show how much I liked it before it slowly careens into, oh, Josh is saying this because he doesn't like it. Now he's doing a little cartoon character. Right, exactly. Have you ever been in the very awkward situation where you're exchanging gifts with somebody, but they are not equal? So it's like one person went all out and the other person did not. Yeah, it's an imbalance. Yes. I had one once. I had this friend who lived in Chicago. Very, very sweet person. Um, This very, very sweet person. And I were like, oh, let's do holiday gifts. And we were like, I mean, we were 22. Like, we were like fresh out of college. And I went to like Urban Outfitters. And I think I just got her like a couple like cute things. You know, like sure. I got like, um, oh, when was this like, she was always cold. So I got like a microwavable like bear which what? sounds dumb, <laughs> but it was like cute. And I got like some like makeup stuff, you know, like I just didn't, I thought it, it was just like, oh, normal gift. Like this is like, sure. this is like nice and fun. Uh, and then she got me a Kate Spade bag. Oh my God. Yeah. And it was like a several hundred dollar. Well, it was like, it was like small and it was really, really nice. And I was like, she gave it to me first. And I was like, oh my God. I gave I the thing I gave her was nothing compared to this. I gave you a microwavable heating pad. Yeah, sure. <laughs> and then she had to open hers and I felt so bad because like clearly the gifts were imbalanced. Yeah, totally. Uh and that's why if you're exchanging gifts, you got to you got to know the person well or you got to openly talk about. Yeah, well kind of what's our expectations here because yeah. it was it was so kind and it was so generous of her and like I looked ridiculous sure and then you be like here's a bear you put in the microwave but it was cool it was a cool bear yeah sure sure sure. i'm sure it was a cool bear sure 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 i love a A warm heating bed Uh, love them yeah that sucks that absolutely sucks and our earnest advice of the week which really is probably every week is people in your life that you care about make sure you communicate and set expectations with them or if you're going if you are like you know what this person i'm gonna go above and beyond expectations that's fine, but like, or or if you're gonna surprise them with something nicer, it's like that's imbalanced. You need to know that they're the type of person who's not gonna be like mortified yes. by the imbalance. Yes, that they're gonna a be like microwavable oh, this- heating pad. Yeah, right, exactly. Versus so- a Kate's. Oh God. Well, we're getting to our weekly segment, which is Josh's anthropology corner. Anthropology. I know. I was writing an original. Oh, got it. Thank you. I may have talked about this on the podcast before, and uh, I'm credentialed in this because I took one cultural anthropology class in college. Okay. And this is the book that I wrote my term paper on. Okay, great. So it's the only anthropological thing I do know. Kind of the one. Mm-hmm. But I know it well. It's it's the idea of the gift by Marcel Mose, the Mosean mm. gift. Mm. and the- That's the one where, uh, like, she bought him... Um, like he bought her a comb and she had cut her hair to buy him. I'm not tracking this joke. <laughs> the what? gift of the Magi. Oh, yeah, Jewish. I don't know. I think I also <laughs> did it wrong because I think I'm thinking of the Futurama episode. 
based on it. So scripture. Yeah. <laughs> so the Mosian gift, the idea here is, and I'm probably butchering this because it's probably really like anthropology gets really specific to really specific cultures and like it only applies there. But I think it's an interesting idea of it's exactly that feeling that you just talked about where the power imbalance of giving someone a gift and being like, oh no, I did not get you something. Or like, oh no, I got, I got you, you the a microwaveable heating bag and, and you got me a designer handbag. <laughs> that feeling is a power imbalance that societally yeah. is like mana. So she now has basically cultural control over you. Yeah, she does. In that moment. And that can then be cashed in later. So it's this, it comes from studying, there's some Northwest Pacific tribes where, um, of, uh, you know, indigenous people where um, leaders in the community would give away all of their belongings. Mm -hmm. And the reason it works is because then it's like you're indebted socially to the person who has then given you all of their, and like, I am a powerful enough person to give away all of my belongings. And, and now you owe cool me things. And that's a cool power move. Yeah. It's that's a, a cool It's power a cool move. flex. And you know what, Josh? You're going to wake up one morning and all of my stuff's going to be in your house. Okay. All of it. Your your house is bigger than my house. Yeah, and <laughs> so. it's all going to be in there. So you are really going to be gonna indebted be a to note me. that just says, you owe me, smiley face. <laughs> Heart Paula. My cat's just running around. Paula, do you prefer receiving or giving gifts? Um, I genuinely, I genuinely, genuinely, genuinely love giving gifts. Mm-hmm. But I think I put... You have a big gift-giving energy. Thank you. No, it's good. It's good. You, you to me, from the outside, you mm-hmm. seem like the kind of person who is going to, like, when someone mentions something once... Yes. ...offhand where they're like earnestly saying that they would like something you you write that down and keep a spreadsheet and then when there is an opportunity to give that gift you're like i got it for you yes (laughs) that is true but it also means i put so much pressure on myself that it's like it has to be the perfect gift oh interesting that so often i events will come and go and then i will be the one giving them a gift a month later oh wow and and having to be like I have to, I'll, I have something for you. I keep forgetting it because I I'm like panicking. Interesting. So like perfect gets in the way of good. Yes, yes. And I'll also say that's a through line in my life. <laughs> oh, <no>. <laughs> <laughs> Just getting panicked and being like, I'll deal with this later. <laughs> it's not good enough. Well, so I think you're hitting on something that's really interesting, which is essentially the levels of gift giving. Yes. Which I think we're the authorities on this one. To be able to set well, this you, up. We both have PhD doctoral theses in g- g- presence. Yes, in presence. Yes, exactly. <laughs> From, From Santa, Santa Con University. University. <laughs> um, yes. Okay. So what is the top tier level? The top tier level is like that, like that, like something that they didn't even know they needed in their life. Yes, exactly. It's like you've. You have a cork board yes. in a room that you flip over that's got all the different strands of their life, their interests, yes. like what they have, what they need, what they think they need, what they actually need. Yes. And it's like you've given them something that is you know them better than they know themselves. Yes. And I think the key to hit this level is it can't be something they asked for. Correct. So they can't be like, oh, I really 
for, for my gift from you, I would really love headphones. And then you get them headphones. They may love it, but it, it didn't reach peak perfect present. Right. Exactly. They, Versus they, like mm-hmm. if, you know, you they say they want headphones. Right. But really, you're like, you know what? They don't actually want headphones. They can find themselves headphones. What they actually want is like they love collecting things. They right. collect, you know, I don't know. Teeth. Teeth. Yes. Teeth. Porcelain dolls. Um, yeah. The teeth of porcelain dolls. Yes, exactly. And you're like, they love physical collections. Mm-hmm. What I actually should get them is a record player so that they can listen to music and like, or like I buy them a couple records so they can start their record collection. It's really about the music. How does that relate to their porcelain teeth, porcelain doll teeth collection? You know, they can put them out so they can listen to music too. Oh, okay. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> cool, 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 cool. Yes, I agree. But then I think the next level is like good gift. Yes. And that can be, they ask for something and you get them exactly what they wanted. Yes. Which is still, and, and Josh and I, we sound like little divas here. We appreciate all gifts. Yes, exactly. But this is just how it goes. Something I'd like to add to perfect and good is that both of those, that the longevity of the gift matches the occasion of the gift. So for example. I don't understand what that means. (laughs) Sure. So for example, like if you're getting someone a holiday gift, like a close friend, a holiday gift, Mm -hmm. you want to give them something that, you know, in the perfect category, they never even knew they wanted. Right. And in the good category, you know, something they knew they wanted and it's just a great gift Mm -hmm. that they're going to be able to use. They're going to use it again and again. Right. They're going to enjoy it. They're going to, um, it's going to become like, at least to some degree, a staple of their life. It's going to become the most important thing they own. <laughs> I don't know. I, my goal is I want, if the, if a fire starts, them to grab that gift. <laughs> <laughs> that's how you know you gave a good gift. <laughs> that seems that like in a- case of emergency, that's the one they take and they go with. That's that's a high bar that you're putting for yourself, Ms. Gags. And otherwise, I'm not giving them anything. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Um, but I think it's like, you know, that thing that like is continually useful or continually gives them joy when they see it. Right. Kind of thing. Or alternatively, and we may talk about this later, but like if it's a work, if it's like a funny gift giving exchange where no one is actually like it's you want it to be something that like you know that they'll use and is funny in the moment. Sure. You know what I mean? It like and- and you know what? I will also say, uh, so often when work gift exchanges try to get funny, guess what's not funny? The gift. Sure. Yeah, at <laughs> all. At all. So, yeah. So, you, like, want to... It's, yeah, it's, like, inoffensive, but also fun. Yes. In those in those scenarios. And I think, getting back to good, it's like a check plus yes. in elementary school grading. Yes. You know what I mean? Like, you check the box, and you went a bit above the expectation. Sure. Sure, 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 sure. And then what's the next level? Probably just like, good. Yeah. Thank you. There is clear thought that went into it. Right. And it's not bad. It's, it, yes. And this would be your uh, your gift cards. Yes. Now, I do feel weird saying that. But I, you know, I think a gift card is like, yes, of course they're going to like it. Yeah. And I love a gift card because that means you have to get yourself a treat. Yeah. So this is, this is, okay. Yes. Yes. I want to go in on gift cards for All right. a little bit All here. Right. All right, wait, 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 let's put a pin in gift cards. Okay. Let's keep working our way down the Okay, down and the then ladder. we'll come back to so, gift cards. So a good gift is a gift that they will, of course, enjoy, of course is appreciated, but it is something that you could also give to another person and they would not be like, did you mean for this to be to me? Yes, exactly. And it's something that could be re-gifted. 
and no Ooh. one would be offended. Yes. Yes. It's like, hey, like, that's a good gift. And same with fine. Right. Also, that, like, fine meets the bar of, like, if I'm receiving this gift, I would also give this gift. Yes. Yes. Like, it's do like, unto others as like you would do unto yourself. Of course I'd be, like, super happy to get, like, a nice candle. Right. Everyone exactly. loves a nice candle. Yeah, a simple candle. And I could also give a nice candle to my neighbor, my boss. It's inoffensive. My mom. You yes. Know. It's, a, it's person agnostic. Yes. And then we get down to... Bad gift. Yeah, and I love gifts. it. And sometimes a gift can be so wildly bizarre or wrong for the person that it becomes the best gift. Right, exactly. Um, so what would this be? So this is like the I thought it was funny. Yeah. Line of gifts. Yes. It's the you clearly didn't put more than you panicked and didn't think for more than three, two minutes right. about this gift. And it doesn't check the box where it's mm. like, I bought like, for example, if I bought you and I'm not saying this isn't what I got you, but if <laughs> I got you like, I don't know, like a single Allen wrench, <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, just like, what? It's I, not a tool like, set. It's so nice. It's so nice that you thought of me, but I don't fully <laughs> get it. Yeah. It's like, did you just look around the room and panic? Did you like, or like, this is where, you know, a gift card, a, a craptastic gift can be like a gift card for something that they're never going to use. Yeah. Like, for example, like you're gluten free. I got you an Olive Garden gift card. <laughs> I'm not gluten free and I do love Olive Garden. But sure. yes, yes, yes. Or it's for a regional, regionally specific place and they don't live in that region. Wait, if I get you like a Zaxby's Yeah. Gift and I'd card. be like, okay, thank, thank you. Yeah. Here's a legal seafood yeah, <laughs> gift card. I love which, Honestly, illegal seafood gift card is always worth it. It's so, illegal seafood? Or no, legal? legal. Legal seafood. Because it sounds like you just said illegal seafood. And then it's just like <laughs> great white sharks. Yeah, right. <laughs> Whale meat. <laughs> There's an illegal seafood in the back of every legal, legal seafood. seafood. <laughs> yeah. And if you know the password. Yeah, I guess I guess the 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 fact the existence of illegal seafood requires the existence of an illegal <laughs> seafood. It's just like highly endangered animal. Right, exactly. <laughs> you want some tiger shark? <laughs> I got some tiger shark in the back. Okay, this is now that would be a gift card I want. Yeah, right. I that's don't an experience. think we should be eating. I don't think we should eat endangered animals. Don't serve me up a panda. But if there is an illegal <laughs> seafood and it's already being served, yeah, sure. Let me in. Right, exactly. Don't don't go out of your way to like Just, to kill a like an exotic eel. But if the eel's already dead, friend, freshly dead, I need it. Gotta eat it. <laughs> okay, we gotta talk about gift cards. We have to talk it's, about gift cards. Uh, it's been burning our burning our lips to talk about this. Yeah. So here's my hot take on gift cards. Give it to me. They can be a perfect gift. I think they can get to that level. Okay, go on. Because the issue with gift cards is just the, it's the, it feels like you didn't put in any effort into it because they're ready made. You are, you can buy them at like a target. Like it doesn't feel useful Mm -hmm. in a way. It feels like you didn't put any thought into it. Sure. However, I think they can be great and there's just a weird stigma around it because one, to your point, you got to use it. You got to use gotta it. You got to use it. And it, you're forcing them to get a treat for themselves. Mm-hmm. You are forcing them to potentially have an experience. Yeah. So like, 
for example, wedding registries, uh-huh. I often go for like the honeymoon fund uh-huh. rather than like getting them steak knives right. because I'd rather like pay for a nice dinner on their honeymoon mm-hmm. if that they can experience. And that's a memory. You're not going to like remember that these steak knives came from Josh. You're going to remember that like money went towards you, you know, eating those illegal animals. Sure. <laughs> and so, Any illegal seafood. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think they either need to be fully generic like an Amazon. Mm-hmm. So like my old landlord at, and when I was living in Logan Square would give all of his tenants a $50 Amazon gift card as a thank you for being in the building. Oh, that's very nice. Every year, which is like absurd because normally landlords are absolutely terrible. But Bert had us all covered. Yeah. And it was like, well, now I can get something for the apartment, which sure. I wasn't planning on. Um, or it needs to be ultra specific. Like I know... You know, for example, for you, Paula, if I got you a Golden Nugget gift card. You know I would spend it within the week. Yeah, right. Exactly. For our, for our listeners, Golden Nugget is a 24-hour diner that uh, is right by my apartment. And I'm obsessed with this diner. Yeah. And I'm at this diner all the time. Yeah. It's almost like a sitcom where that's one of the main sets. Yes. For, the, for like, if you were in a sitcom, you'd have three outfits and you have, the episode would always have a shot in the Golden Nugget. Yes. Yes. I love the Golden Nugget. I know all the servers there. Right. Exactly. And so you would, you would actually use it. Or like, if you got someone a gift for like, you know, they like to go out dancing. Yes. You got them a gift card for like a bar yeah, that they I, love. You know what I mean? I yeah. think that it's just like, it just, you need to. Like any gift, you need to put in the thought. Yes, I and agree. I, and I think I've been long-winded in this, in my defense of this, but I do think that gift cards, in those respects, can be great. It just becomes a problem when you're like, I got you an iTunes gift card. Sure. Because I didn't know what to get but you. But that's like also, it, something like an iTunes gift card, I mean, I don't know if people even do that anymore, but that's a great gift for like a preteen. Yeah, like exactly. Teen, like someone you don't know. Like that's, or you know, like what do I get a preteen? Because you're hitting on the last piece here, which I think is important. Like, who am I to know what you want? Yeah, especially a cool young person. Yeah. Can I get them a TikTok gift card? Apparently Fortnite isn't cool anymore. Ask me what I think of gift cards. What do you think of gift cards, Paula? I like them. <laughs> I do want to say with Golden Nugget, just because this makes me laugh very hard every time. Uh, I, I go there a lot and it's also kind of my go-to like to catch up with somebody. Sure. Because like they do a good job of like, they do a good job but it's my go-to to catch up with someone because like you can go there and you can hang out and you can get whatever you want because it's a diner and it rules uh but there was there was a couple weeks where i was just like cramming in a bunch of catch-up sessions uh oh specifically- so, like catching up with someone yes. not just kidding do you call them catch-up sessions like with ketchup like, no. with like tomato ketchup because but- i mean that's what you would put on all the food there i was there in one week i was there uh four times each with a different guy Oh, and they thought you were dating? I think they thought that I was just like bringing them around and I love that for me. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, was this one of the times where like we went late night and talked about stuff? Yes. (laughs) And it's always like the Being earnest after dark. (laughs) I feel like the server is like, get it, girl. (laughs) Wait, wait, wait. Wait, wait, wait. Okay, I do have a story. Uh, So there is this place that for a brief time I got really into and this is... (laughs) wild of me but it was a paint your own ceramic place sure 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 and the people that worked there were really fun and we were chatting with them one time and they were like yeah there's this guy who brings all of his first tinder dates here all of them and he always paints something similar so it's like he has like a set of plates that he made on these first dates 
And he always pretends like he's never done it before. And everyone on the staff has to be like, let us explain to you how it works. Knowing perfectly well, he comes in like once or twice a week to paint a piece of ceramics. That's absurd. Isn't that so wild? I mean, absolute unhinged behavior, first and foremost. Sure. Also... This is like a performance art piece because look at I would love to see his progress. Yeah. Over time. I see that they've keeps gotten better. painting the same thing. He paints the same Chicago cityscape <laughs> on the same plates. And it's like at first they're kind of like really unskilled. And as we go up, you go into a realistic phase, and then he realizes he's bored of that and it becomes more like expressionist. Yes. And the his dates are like, I you you swear you've never done this before? It's like, I don't know. Like, I'm just really inspired. I've never done this. And he calls him up and he's like, put the best glaze on this one. Yeah. Go ahead and pop that in the kiln for 20. <laughs> hey, 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 Tracy. Hey, Tracy. I'm going to need you to be chill on this one, but this is the best one I've ever done. I need you to not fuck this one up because I have, an, uh, I have a, a gallery showing next week. And I'm going to be showing 51st plates. Oh, and it turns out, oh my God. And it turns out his real... The real love of his life was the plates. The plates. <laughs> you know what always annoyed me is the kid in roll call when you were in school who would say present instead oh. of like here or whatever. You know, you're telling me that, but it does kind of shock me that that wasn't you, Josh. No. You give off a big present energy. I, I give off like a very like. Uh, teacher's pet kind of energy is what oh, you're saying. Yeah, 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 yeah. It, I really feel like you'd be the you'd be the one to say present. No. What'd you not. say? Oh, here and accounted for. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just say here. Yeah. Or hi. What's up? Sup? <laughs> hey, Josh Heads, how we doing? <laughs> like and subscribe. <laughs> like and subscribe. We're in we're in AP US history right now. A push, hashtag A push, hashtag like and subscribe. Okay. Today we're gonna be doing an unboxing video. Yeah. Today we're doing chapter four uh, of this textbook. Uh, I remember like the panic that would come through when you would have to figure out what exactly you were gonna say. Oh yeah, for sure. Like being like, I don't know. But <laughs> the other thing that would be panicky is the first time in the school year. Mm, when yeah, you go when you have to kind of establish yourself. Yeah, right, exactly. First time in the school year, and everyone else knows you usually, unless you're new in the school. But it's a time to, like, reinvent yourself. You could be, like, you know, in that first roll call, they're like, hey, uh, Joshua Linden, like, is there something you'd prefer to go by? And you could be like, <laughs> <AJ>. yeah, dagger. <laughs> <laughs> or, like, you that know, was briefly your chance every time. Yeah, right, exactly. <laughs> Actually, for the name Sting. Yeah, right, exactly. Sting too. Yeah. The circle. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you had that moment. Bony Bear. <laughs> yeah, you name yourself. Yeah. I'd like to I hello, my name is Josh, but I prefer to go by Coldplay. <laughs> I'd prefer to go by Chris Martin, lead singer of Coldplay. Full thing, please. Yeah, full. Full thing. Um did you what? Okay, so there was always a a kid that said present. Yeah. But what what else was there? I feel like people definitely said like quotes from stuff instead. Yeah. Or things like that. Like we've talked about how Napoleon Dynamite is so important to when we grew up. <laughs> I rem 
remember, um, this is, this is kind of vaguely related. Uh, when I was in high school, I did like this journalism conference. Sure. And as part of that journalism conference, we like, who's the teacher's pet and nerd now? (laughs) I guess one of us is kind of reporting the truth. You know what I mean? Yeah. Respect journalists. (laughs) (laughs) Um, and, uh, we were on a C-SPAN two show. Oh wow. The big time. Thank you. And we were in the audience. There wasn't, uh, there wasn't enough, uh, like, state senate hearings to fill the know, docket. Did you know I interned for C-SPAN? No, I didn't. Yeah, I interned for C-SPAN. Oh, look at that. Um, yeah. Um, so it was, it's very fun. But um, we were on, like, a C-SPAN 2 show. Mm-hmm. And they needed, like, they were like, oh, can we have two volunteers to be like, hi, you know, I'm Paula from Minnesota. And then somebody else would introduce themselves. And they'd be like, and you're watch- you're like, and it, you're watching the Disney Channel. Yeah, or whatever. You know, introduced with this, like, little whatever the I'm show was. I'm imagining the, um, you know how on the Disney Channel they, like, make the Mickey ears with the wand? Yeah, it was it's like that, that, but with C-SPAN. Um, so, and it was, like, very specific, and it was live. It was, like, this live little game show. Uh, and I remember, like, they asked for volunteers. I stuck my hand up so fast I did not get picked. And it was very specific. You were supposed to be, hi, my name's Paula from Minnesota, and I'm Josh from Massachusetts. And you're watching, you know, this show. The Disney Channel. And it was live. (laughs) They picked this kid who I don't fully remember what he looks like, but I remember he looked really similar to uh, the situation from Jersey Shore. So that's what I'm picturing. Live on air on C-SPAN 2. He looks at it and he goes, hey, what's up, y'all? I'm Jamie and I'm bringing the pain from Boca Raton. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Which is such an incredible and probably the best thing to ever be on C-SPAN too. <laughs> <You're right. laughs> oh, Josh, what's that faint sound of drums in a marching band in the background? Um, I little drummer boy? No, it's coming closer and closer and closer. They're chanting something. It sounds like Mall Down Festival? Yes! Welcome to our favorite segment, Mall Down Festival. <laughs> Just kidding. Josh, it's time for Small Town Festival. Woo! We Woo! haven't done one of these in a little we bit. We haven't done one of these in a hot second. Uh, so Small Town Festival is a segment where we like to talk about small town festivals. It's self-explanatory. Self-explanatory segment, honey. Um, and I have a festive one for us. Ooh, a festive festival? A festive festival. It is the famous, the beloved, Mobile, Alabama's Alpha Palooza. Oh, Lord. <laughs> okay. What happens at Alpha Palooza? So, Alpha Palooza, from my understanding, and it's kind of hard to find around the depths of the internet because also didn't do a lot of research. <laughs> Alpha Palooza is an annual attempt in Mobile, Alabama to break the Guinness Book of World Records record for the most Santa's elves in a single location. So, every year, they ask people to gather at the Mobile Alabama Convention Center with, for official purposes, quote, one must wear pointy ears, a pointy hat, and a combination of red and green clothing. Pointy ears, pointy pointy hat, hat, red and green clothing. And that's from the people at Guinness. So then it sounds like they all gather. There's a little Christmas karaoke happening. And then 
From 7 until 7.05, the gates close and no one can come in or out while they officially count the elves. At 7.10, the elf count is announced and then they watch the movie Elf. What? <laughs> that, oh, uh, so it's, mm, uh-huh. mm, uh, I, I feel uncomfortable with them defining what an elf is. Well, and that is from Guinness. Yeah. That is like, our that overlords way they can't at just, Guinness who are also, they can't just have, you know, a million people show up and be like, well, we're all elves, sure. but we're the tree kind of elves. No, they have to be Santa's or, elves. Or were the, the Lord of the Rings type of elves. Yes, yes. No, it's very specific. I really don't like the eugenics angle of that. <laughs> um, but I have devastating news. Yeah, they also need... Their cranium also has to have this <laughs> diameter. <laughs> uh, the devastating news is as of right now, at this moment, the record for the world's largest gathering of Santa's elves is still held by Bangkok, Thailand... November 25th, 2014, were 1,762 people of the Siam Paragon Development Company Limited gathered. 14 participants disqualified for not wearing the correct costume. So Mobile has yet to secure. Wow. Yeah. They're trying to, yeah. Wow. Yep. Interesting. Yep. Interesting. So this, I would say, is a is a small town festival with a bittersweet angle. Yeah, for sure. Well, no, it's hopeful. Sure. Which is really the reason for the season. And the, the most recent one I could find was in 2017. So I hope they didn't give up. No, hopefully not. Hopefully they're still going for it because one of these days, they're going to get 1,763 people and they're going to beat that record. So the population as of 2017... In Mobile, Alabama, mm-hmm. was one hundred ninety thousand two hundred sixty-five people. So it's, they don't—they just need to gather a small percentage. Yeah, of those what people. was that? What was the well, number again? Seventeen. Uh, seventeen sixty-two is what won. And what's upsetting is uh, two thousand three hundred people said they were interested in the Facebook event. Oh, so they had enough people interested. Yeah. So they need less than one percent of the Mobile, Alabama population to show up. Dressed as a Santa's elf. Yes. Man, community organizing is really hard. It's hard to make change on a local level. I know, I know. You know, but you got to be the change that you want to see in the world. Imagine being the Guinness Book of World Records person and being like, all right. It's like being a youth soccer ref. Yes. You know how they're like, all right, can you, uh, I'm going to, can you tap your knee, your shins? Can you tap like to show that you show you have shin guards that you've got a cup on? Yeah. Like, you're doing all this stuff. I'm imagining the bulk, like a row of, of Santa's elves and all the, um, all the Guinness Book of World Records people being like, okay, green and red. Good. All right. Could you put your right hand in? You put your right ear in. Let me in. see those pointy ears. Let me see those pointy ears. All right, and it looks like the hat is too rounded, disqualified. Yeah, right, exactly. You're out of here. You look more like Peter Pan than an elf. Get out. Get out. (laughs) Maybe this is a reality show? Perhaps it is. Uh, Josh, you know, but the thing is that I am very fascinated by is the Guinness Book of World Records, it seems like some of these records are impressive. You know, some of them are, they really take skill and talent, like, longest fingernails or longest you know time hula hooping or stuff like that but sometimes it kind of seems like it's just like come up with a idea of something no one's done before and then do that for a little bit so josh i think what we should do right now on air is try to break a world record 
We just need to come up with something specific that has not been done before. Sure. Okay. So what can we do? And it has to be audio. Sure. Okay. Um, okay. What about if we, uh, we, for 20 seconds, I'm going to start the clock. We're going to, as fast as we can, list as many things in our podcast studio. And I say that generously because it is my guest bedroom. (laughs) Guest bedroom. That's generous too. My spare bedroom. We list as many things as we can see. Okay. Because I bet there is no world record. And I can confirm there's no world record for saying the most things in 20 seconds in my spare bedroom. Of of things that actually exist on this date in Bob's bedroom. So officially, 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 the world record we're trying to break is saying the most things seen in Paula's spare bedroom slash the Being Earnest podcast studio in 20 seconds. Pre-Christmas. Pre-Christmas. All right, I'm going to put 20 seconds on the clock. And this is going to be great audio. Great audio. Get ready. We're breaking a world record. And action. Pinata, Freak Fest poster. Uh, uh, pillow, blanket, of, two purses, broken picture, water pick. Uh, the Carol, <laughs> um, vitamins, uh, picture water Picture of me and Megan. DePaul University binder. A box. Golden um, Girls cross uh, stitch. Uh, 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 little, Boxes a puppet, in a box. Amazon a hat. box. My computer, Paula's computer, Paula, me. That was time. <laughs> wow. Wow. Oh, I feel so accomplished. Okay. How many do you think that was? I don't know. That's for the Guinness Book of Probably World Records to figure out. We did it. We did it. <laughs> and listeners, you all are also part of it. We all did it. We all did it. Also, it's really making me realize how messy my apartment is. So, Paula, I know you've been on the edge of your seat have, for this segment. Yeah, this is the fact that we've had to record anything else was, to me, torture. <laughs> <laughs> so, listeners, as part of the presents episode, presents, we would be remiss if we didn't give each other presents. With a twist. Yes. So you may have seen it on our Instagrams, if you haven't, at Being Earnest Pod, or just either of our Instagrams. We put out a little tiny poll about uh, we wanted to give each other presents, but we wanted it to be themed. Yes. And the theme that won... Well, there was between two themes. Yes. And the two themes were jazz mm-hmm. and... Hopefully haunted. And one of those won by... A landslide. And the other one, both our moms voted for. Yes. So we really went back and forth about what we had to do, but... We went for, hopefully haunted... The landslide the victory. The landslide victory. We love you, both of our moms. Yes, yes, yes. Um, but we thought it would be fun in what is... We're, I'm just going to say is a yearly tradition. Yeah. We are going to give each other themed gifts on air. Uh, Paula, do you want to open my gift first? Sure. Uh, so I would say it is very, it is wrapped in very beautiful wrapping paper with tiny little black stars. Yeah, I got a uh, holiday agnostic paper from uh, from Target. That's smart because I only buy the holiday stuff. And, and then you I can't end use up, it for the year. Then I end, well, I still do. <laughs> I'm just wrapping birthday presents in July. Okay. And also it's extremely heavy. Mm-hmm. Like, like. Unwieldy even. Four to five pounds. Yeah, for sure. I'm going to try throwing it. Just kidding. Yeah. Okay. Now, now you can describe what I'm doing. Yeah. So uh, Paula's opening it. See, Paula is the kind of person who seems to be opening it. Um, she's not ripping. Now she's ripping. Uh, all my beautiful handiwork. <gasps> oh my gosh! 
Joshua Linden got me the vampire book, the encyclopedia of the undead, which you know after this, I'm going to make him autograph for me. <laughs> Y'all, this is a full on encyclopedia about vampires. It is. It's all different vampires throughout media <gasps> and throughout history. Um, this is a revised edition, which they call the revamped edition. Ooh. Fun pun. Um, but yeah, no, it's... Uh, it's hopefully haunted in that it's a spooky topic. Yes. And it's a fun, uh, I figured it would be a nice uh, coffee table book for you and a uh, conversation starter at parties. Okay, now we're getting a little bit mystery mysterious because there is a printed out piece of paper in the back. Oh, well, I got it at a used bookstore. So that's the <gasps> other haunting part. It's the press release. Wait, what? Yeah, the press release is in here for this book. The Perfect Goth Gift, the fully revamped Encyclopedia of the Undead. I didn't even realize that this was in there. Yes. Wow. But who left it there? Voted Best Nonfiction Book of the Century by attendees of the Dracula 97 convention in Los Angeles last year. It's sold more than 100,000 copies in its first incarnation. I like that they're really leaning into the spookiness where they say, like, revamped incarnation. Ooh. <laughs> and then I'm just going to read the last sentence here, sure. which is, so if you're worried that the goth lover on your list already own, a, owns Anne Rice or Marilyn Mance's latest, look no further. The vampire book, Encyclopedia of the Undead, is the sugar plum they'll be coveting this holiday season. That's some copy right okay, there. I'm framing that. <laughs> I love it, Josh. Thank I'm you. I'm so glad. So let's move on with the podcast. Um, what else do you think about press? Just kidding. <laughs> you can open yours. <laughs> oh, thank you for giving me permission. You're welcome. This gift is also rectangular. Uh, it seems to be... Uh, it's addressed to the tiny prince from Paula, and it's... Uh, it's Paula, but spelled as Surfer Girl Paula spelled it. Uh, go back in a previous episode to see that. Um, or just it, message me. <laughs> yeah, it's relatively heavy. I mean, it's not it's not light. It's definitely heavy for what it is. Um, I'm just going to. Would you describe it as a beautiful wrapping job? Uh, I would describe it as a wrapping job. <laughs> <laughs> it seems to be a uh, like a Mariano's bag. Yeah, it's a Mariano's and bag. A lot of individual pieces of small individual pieces of tape. So uh, this will shock you. Mariano's bags don't hold tape well. Well, all right. Well, he Opening opens the wrong side first. Well, it creates the illusion. Uh, it's a canvas with a frame. I made you a painting. Yeah, and I'm gonna flip it over. <laughs> um, folks, it's a it's a framed Rorschach test from 1921. <laughs> Wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> Wait, how do you know that? Because Where? I bought it. Okay. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> And then I put it in a frame that I got at Value Village. Oh, wait. That's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> this the is... Rorschach test is... is uh, yeah, this so is 19... so sweet. You're welcome. This is so sweet. I know. Thank I did you. a really good job. Yeah. Um, it. I figured hopeless, hopeful, hopelessly, hopefully haunted because it is uh, very definitely haunted because everything from the past is scary and haunted, especially things with mental health, but also hopeful because therapy. Yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> Oh, thanks, Paula. This You're is welcome. Great. You're welcome. Okay, so I think it'd be fun if we did a little holiday shopping. Okay. For famous people. <laughs> okay. So Josh and I went uh, like uh, like creepy stalkers. Like creepy stalkers, yeah. So um, we went back and forth a lot on what's a thing everybody knows, mm -hmm. and it turns out we have not seen a lot of movies. 
Sure. Collectively. Mm-hmm. So we're going to, I'm going to name you some famous people in the founding of American history. Sure. Okay. In the history of America. And we'll have to decide what would be a really good gift for them. Sure. And I think, uh, cause we do have a handful of international listeners. Yes. I think it would be fun to give a quick <laughs> description of who these people are. Yes. And this is especially relevant to me because if you're a newish listener, I famously have a degree in American studies that I don't use. Sure. And so sometimes love to find those moments where I can just shout out to my parents and say, guess what? It was worth every penny. Yeah, right. Exactly. (laughs) Um, Okay. I Googled just now most famous people in American history. Sure. And Google brought me up a full list and there's no women in it. So I hate that. Um, but you know what? We're simply going to have to use these people on the list okay, sure. that they did. Number one, Abraham Lincoln. Mm. Yeah, Abraham Lincoln was our 15th president. 16th? I have no clue. 15th. The fact that you know that is crazy. I believe he was our 15th president. Oh, he was the 16th. Abraham Lincoln was our 16th president, uh, and he uh, was the president during the Civil War. Yes. Tall from Illinois. Tall, big movie about him. Okay, so what do you get Abraham Lincoln? What do you get the man who has everything? I think what you have to get Abraham Lincoln is a bigger bed because he definitely didn't have like a bed big enough for him. Because he was tall and it was old times? Yeah, it was old times. So if if we could get him like a Casper mattress. Sure. Like a California King Casper mattress. Yeah, I mean, that's first a great and foremost, gift. I'd like to get us a Casper Masters sponsorship. <laughs> but then, yeah, once we have that, we can... that would be the perfect gift for him. Yeah, uh, that's honestly, you knocked it out of the park on that one. OK, the next person listed on Google as most famous people in American history is Bill Clinton. Mm. Mm-hmm. I would get him a night at a local jazz club. So on stage, off stage, on stage, on stage, on stage. Ooh, that's an experience. Yes, it's an experience. He gets to show off his saxophone skills. Mm hmm. Okay, the next person we're shopping for, and I cannot stress enough, I Googled most famous people in American history, is Steven Spielberg. (laughs) Get him a book that tells him how to end a freaking movie. Am I right? Does he not know how to end movies? (laughs) They they go on a little long. An end movies at 90 minutes book. (laughs) Yeah, right. It's my hot Spielberg thing. All right, the next person listed Oh, we're going with that. Yeah, that's what we're getting him. The next person is, dare I say, a little controversial. Sure. Because it is Alfred Hitchcock, who is British. British. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. I'd get him a bunch of birds and then a little sign that says, remember the movie? (laughs) (laughs) I'd get him a massage. You know, the group on for Yeah, he seems tense. He seems tense. He tense. There's too much suspense. Like, yeah. what, if this is coming from his mind, there's too much. He just needs to relax a little bit. Maybe get him a cruise. Yeah. Oh, a cruise. Like, okay. There's kind of a no budget. Yeah. Uh, so the next person Yeah, this is a world in which we can both get dead president, dead famous people gifts. So there's no budget. Yeah, we can do whatever we want. So the next person for the most famous people in American history is... Lance Armstrong. (laughs) (laughs) Cannot stress enough how there's no women. (laughs) I would get him the full discography of Sheryl Crow. Mm, First cut is the deepest. Yeah, first cut is the deepest. Uh, I would get him a bike. (laughs) 
I'd get him a bunch of um do you know what I'd actually get him? Because he started the Live Strong. Remember those yeah, yellow yeah, bands? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would get him a bucket with all of the ones that were ever made and be like, not of the Live Strong, but all the like copycat, copycat ones, ones or like Got Jesus or like Milk Attack or you know, whatever they all said. And I would wave it in his face. Being Is like, Milk Attack one that actually exists? <laughs> I would love it. I would get it and I would be like, look what you did. <laughs> <laughs> Rub his face you in it. You did this. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, next up in most ma- famous people in American history is Tom Brady. What do you get the man who has everything? <laughs> oh, Tom Brady, the greatest ever, greatest quarterback to ever play the game. Is he football? Yes, football. Well, he's, um, yeah, he uh, is tall. So you know what I'd get Tom Brady? What? He wouldn't want it. Sure. But I'd get him a, like a day on the field with you. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, You'd give him a one-on-one lesson. Yeah. No, I'd get him like something that actually has nutritional value outside, like sugar, like ice cream. Because the dude, the dude's a, a big old weirdo. Like the TB12 method. That makes he like, sense. He has a weirdo's face. He has the face of uh, like a hot guy who's never had to develop a real like personality. personality. Yep. Yep. Because it's like he's hot and athletic and it like yeah. seems like maybe that has just kind of been a thing. Yeah. And he's married to a supermodel. Like there was some thing where like once a year he treats himself to a dessert of an avocado. I have found on his Wikipedia there is a section called diet and lifestyle. And can I read this to you? Yeah, please. I already know it. But yes. Tom Brady's health regimen includes transcendental meditation, yoga, an 80-20 diet, meaning 80% alkaline and 20% acidic early bedtime, resistance training, and neuroplasticity training. He and his family adhere to a controversial strict diet, the TB12 method, that has attracted much media attention. He advocates drinking one thirty-two of one, one thirty-two. I'm sticking with it, of one's body weight in water daily. He avoids consumption of most fruits, mushrooms, tomatoes, peppers, eggplants, coffee, Gatorade, white sugar, flour, gluten, dairy, soda, cereal, white rice, potatoes, and bread. What? (laughs) What's left? What's left? What do you eat? I don't know. I don't know. But whatever he's doing has made him the greatest football player ever. Second greatest. After who? Uh, Oh, you haven't heard of the actual greatest. So are you ready for the final yeah. in what Google says? Is there womanless most famous people in American history? Sure. Hit me. Your jaw's going to hit the floor. Okay. Your jaw is absolutely going to hit the floor on who they said. Okay. Rush Limbaugh. Ugh. I know. Ugh. Tell you what, I'd get him a microphone with the cord cut. <laughs> <laughs> it's a great joke. Thanks. <laughs> uh, and that was it. That's all of them they listed as the most famous Americans. Hey, Google, that sucks. (laughs) I think that's going to do it for us. I think that's going to do it for us. Thank you for listening for another week. Mm. We really appreciate it. And happy holidays to everyone. This is coming out during, like, right before Christmas and during Hanukkah. And we hope everyone travels safe and has a a wonderful time, hopefully, with family and friends. And this can be a hard time of year for some folks. So, also, if uh, if you're having a hard time, hopefully, thank you for uh, listening to us, and hopefully, it's been a, a nice experience for about 55 minutes, <laughs> <laughs> for 10 to 12 minutes longer than we try to every week. Right? Exactly. <laughs> no, no, no. But thank you so much, and we truly appreciate it, and we love all of you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
Um, we're going to end on our weekly segment, Earnest, Earnest Moment, Moment of, of the Week. Imatwa. Imatwa. And we have a absolutely precious one for you this week. Mm. It's the reason for the season. It's the reason for the season. This is submitted from our good friend, Deirdre. And this is uh, this was her her, I believe it's her brother's girlfriend. Okay. And it's a little story that went kind of viral. Okay. And it is Richmond teacher and student surprised with Hamilton tickets. Okay. So she's a history teacher in Virginia and she loves Hamilton. And a student wrote a letter to the mayor of Richmond saying what an impact the teacher has had on her and others. And she wanted to find a way to say thank you. And if she could like, if the mayor could help her with Hamilton tickets and uh, an energy company heard about the letter and donated a hundred tickets and the kids got to meet the Hamilton cast and rap for them. And it's very adorable. And the letter is just really earnest and wonderful and basically says, um, we would be extremely grateful if you can help us. We would like our devoted teacher to accompany us to the play. This would be a surprise to her. She's been my personal mentor for the past four years. She not only takes the time during her planning period and after school to help us with rigorous college courses, she invests so much time in so we can be college ready. We've learned how to write effective essays, public speaking, critical thinking, respond, engage, and discourse. Uh, isn't that so sweet? And then she ends. I know every song associated with the play Hamilton. Oh, <laughs> she's she's so cute. But yeah, there and there's a really really precious video uh, on YouTube that's high school students surprised with Hamilton tickets, and uh, it's like them finding out they get it and like crying and hugging, and it's Aww. really adorable. Yeah, so it's it's very cute and it's very sweet. And also, um, if you're a student, you should write letters for free shit all the time. Yeah. <laughs> Or appreciate teachers. You <laughs> appreciate know? Teacher. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's really blessed. No, no, no. But it's 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 so sweet and it's so nice and uh, it's it's just a nice story of a community coming together. And yeah, that's wonderful. I know. Isn't that really really sweet? We love that. We love to see teachers be appreciated. As always, thank you to Ryan Cruz for our beautiful logo. Uh, you can find her on Instagram at rb cruiser. You. We also want to say thank you to Dylan Dutch for the theme song. He's at Dylan Dutch on Twitter. D o e t c h. Yes. Um, in the season of giving, <laughs> the present we would like most, yes. if you wanted to give back, would be telling a friend about the podcast, writing us a review on Apple Podcasts, yelling at your family to listen to this podcast. And having them write reviews, reviews of this, of this podcast. Um, it really does help. It helps with the search engine stuff. And we just like... Um, I know we came out in May. We launched in May. Mm -hmm. But Paula and I, this is, it's been about a year since we've been thinking about this and yeah. like started recording and planning it. So we just wanted to uh, thank you all because this will be the last episode, I think, in the year. Oh, I thought you were about to say ever. And I was like, what? Ever, yeah. <laughs> Josh, no. <laughs> and just wanted to thank you all for your support and love for uh, the past year. Yeah. It's been great. And Josh actually did live actually, because it? we do have an we episode have coming out on the 31st, but it'll be the second to last episode in the year. Yeah. We'll figure out whether we're keeping this in or not. Yeah. <laughs> and until next week, just remember that in the back of every legal seafood is an illegal seafood. Eat that panda. <laughs> have a good week, everyone. And Bye. Happy holidays. Happy holidays. <laughs>